You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Hour number two of the Sports Spectacular. Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy. We're the Illini Guys, IlliniGuys.com. It's the premium Illini sports information website for, you know, about 25 cents a day. You could be among the first to know what's happening with your favorite Illini sports teams. Just a quarter. Click on and check it out. Uh, in fact, a free seven-day trial, even a so a free test drive, if you will, in lineiguys.com. Uh, it's good stuff. In fact, again, chances are, really, if you belong to the website, the stuff we talk about, you already know because we've already we've already posted on the message forums in there. It's like it's like instant info right there. Uh, great guests last hour: Adam Fleischer and. Uh, Craig McDonald of IlliniGuardians.com. Name image likeness, the NIL thing that you've heard so much about since July. And uh, guys, this is really a great chance for fans, no matter how much money you have to give, to get involved. This is one of those things, Larry, that's really important because you can get, it's a grassroots type thing where even the, you know, the, the smallest donor can have an impact on the program. And I think that's really important because Illinois has, you know, all kinds of alumni throughout the Chicago area or throughout the country who can, you know, jump out and help now keep a guy. And, you know, we know that, you know, Kofi Coburn's a good example. You know, get keep Kofi Coburn for another year because of, you know, he finds NIL opportunities. That's more than he can probably make at the professional level. So this is a fantastic thing. And these guys have done a great job of, um, uh, of getting this in place. And I know Illinois has done a really good job with their NIL program overall as well. Yeah, I was really happy to hear about the Illini Guardians. Um, that was one of the NIL and its coming implications was one of the things that Larry and I talked about um, prior to starting IlliniGuys.com. And, and I feel very passionately about that. And as we were in Champaign last April 2021, uh, talking to people about what was going to be happening in June and July, um, you know, Larry had to calm me down so I didn't scare the heck out of people. But we really we really wanted to impress upon folks the opportunities that this, this university is going to have with the fantastic alumni base and, and et cetera that's across the country. And when it's all said and done, if, when this thing gets successful, the most valuable player may be the fact that uh, Whitman hired Cam Cox a name that most people won't know, never will know, who has a vision and kind of shares similarly to how Larry and I felt about what this can do for the university, for the businesses in that are supporting, you know, the, the football and basketball and sports programs. And to be honest with you, if Illinois is, is good in multiple sports, that's going to help Champaign-Urbana as a whole and the state of Illinois for what it can do. And, and I think, you know, Cam understands that. And now he's kind of spreading the gospel along with the Illini Guardians. And, and it can make a really big difference um, for the, the community, for the state, and obviously for the fans who are looking for wins and losses. So pay attention to Illini Guardians. Focus on what they're doing and try to follow them and, and add a little bit here or there. Because like Brad said, each, each little donation can be really important when you aggregate them across, you know, Champaign-Urbana, across the state of Illinois, across the country. It can be a big, big deal. Yeah. And as you're, as you were saying, it can be $5, $10. I mean, it doesn't matter the amounts, you know, give whatever you want to give. You can designate what sports you want to give it to. And I love what they're doing in terms of even tying in with, with charities. I mean, you talked about, you know, even something like Tracy Abrams program and paying some student athletes to go and and mentor and coach and talk to those kids. Um, It's just, it's a, it's a great, in terms of community, this has a chance to really grow so much larger. And to your point, Cam Cox, you know, Josh Whitman brings him in last summer um, to, to be the liaison, to be the point person for all the NIL deals. Um, Just a brilliant young man. And as we talked to Josh here on the sports spectacular, Back in the fall, back early um, as football season was about to kick off, he talked about the changing landscape and doing those things to put Illinois athletics in position um, when when the music stops, if you will. And so 
um, to your point, it's, it's, it's an exciting time. Um, and you can do these things above board. And I really appreciate the integrity. If you, if you missed the interviews, definitely go back and, and check out our, um, you know, our shows are always in podcast form on our website, alatiguys.com. You can go back to the, the beginning. You can hear the very first show back in August. It's still right there in our archives. Um, and really take some time to listen and go to that website, alatiguys, or alatiguardians.com, uh, um, and, and hear that. Yeah, and, and what you'll see, just to give you guys an idea, um, this Saturday night, there's going to be an NIL, there may be an NIL sighting that's incredibly creative. Because at the University of Minnesota, Gable Stevenson, the Olympian, the Olympic champion, the three-time NCAA champion, there's a lot of rumors going around. He signed an NIL deal with the WWE, and and on Saturday night is the Royal Rumble. And so there's a lot of rumors that he is going to appear. Even though he's still in college, he's going to appear at the Royal Rumble so there, the University of Minnesota kind of put things together with the WWE, and you get one of the most dominant athletes in the world to stick around for another year. You know, there's two things I take away from this conversation. One, thank God Mike didn't scare everybody off last April. <laughs> two, how do we get to the Royal Rumble on, when we're talking about NIL in <laughs> Illinois? <laughs> I mean, there's a, I mean, I, I expect the segues into pizza, but now we're into wrestling. We're, normally we have sci-fi, but now we're into professional wrestling as well. My goodness, where, what have we done? You're just, you're just jealous, Brad, because I am the master of the segue. But, yes. but take a look at the I'm creativity. Just glad, hey, I'm just glad you're not a professional wrestler, so I don't have to see you in a speedo or a singlet. <laughs> but, trust me, I'm happy. I don't have to see me in a speedo or a singlet. <laughs> You've actually taken the mirrors down in our house. But um, the, the thing that's interesting, though, is, is, is that is the creativity that's out there that some universities are doing. And, and I'll give University of Minnesota credit. He's, he's going to earn the money. There's none of this, it's none of the shady stuff. And, and look, University of Illinois has got an alumni base that's one of the biggest in the, in the country. And there's got to be opportunities to help, you know, help the athletes a little bit here and also help the businesses of those university of Illinois alumni. And again, I think it's a win-win. So I'm excited about the NIL. I know I get a little excited when I get to merge it with the WWE, but I only do that because Brad begs me to do it when the cameras are off. (laughs) Oh my. Uh, Well, we'll, 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 Brad, I'll bring it back home. How's that? (laughs) Exactly. Let me, let me, Ken's not in the show this week. I'm going to grab his lasso and pull that show right back into where it needs to go. IlliniGuardians.com is the website. Uh, get in there and get involved. Um, we are big supporters of what they are doing. Um, congratulations again to Adam, Craig, and the rest of the guys working on that. And again, we hope everyone uh, jumps in and, and to, to Brad's point, uh, put, put, put a package together and uh, maybe Kofi says, Hey, I'll stick around because I can make good money here and um, help lead Illinois to a national title. Um, really good stuff. The NIL deal, IlliniGuardians.com. Illini Northwestern coming up uh, on Saturday. More college hoops. A look at the Big Ten. More from Brad Underwood as well. And what he had to do to light a fire under his team after the Maryland loss. We talked about it a minute ago. That's still on the way. The answer might surprise you. It's just ahead on the Illini Guys Radio Network. I'm DeMonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, DeMonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today. 
224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimates. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Uh, IlliniGuys.com, home of the $1,000 bracket challenge. Submit your best bracket against the field and buy for your share of a $1,000 cash prize. Hey, it's free to enter, but you must be a member of IlliniGuys.com. So join today to secure your spot and win some cash that's on IlliniGuys.com. I know you're wondering, it's only uh, January. Well, I know, but it's like, what, six weeks away? So... If you're not a part of it, you're not a member, and you don't get your bracket in, you can't join like last minute. You got to get in there and be in it to win it. It's pretty cool. Make sure you get there. A lot of folks trying to compete for that cash. Hey, lots of college hoop news to talk about this week as well. Chris Mack out at Louisville. Uh, guys, uh, let's start with, well, what happened? You know, it, it, it's really a shock that he didn't do better at, at Louisville. I mean, he was expected to be one of those home run hires. His success he had at Xavier and People thought, you know, this guy's going to be successful at Louisville. He's already recruited this area. He knows it's a great programming. Louisville's like got some of the – it might have the best facilities in the country. I mean, it's fantastic practice. Game fields, the Yum Center's awesome. Great fan base. I mean, it, it's a place where you can win at, and it just didn't work out. It, it's, it just didn't seem like a good fit from the get-go, if that makes sense. I mean, it seems kind of odd you, you would say that, but he just wasn't really comfortable there. It didn't seem like – now he's going to get in our job, and he's going to be successful – and we'll see what Louisville does because they got a lot of money and, and we'll see where they go. Yeah. He's a little bit like when Monson went from Gonzaga to Minnesota and then flopped. Um, if I'm going to sell my soul to win, if I'm Louisville, I hire Bruce Pearl. If I just want a really good coach, who's got a great reputation that could help me lift the university out of the pit they're in. Maybe I could talk to Matt Painter. I don't know. It's interesting. I think Painter would be somebody on top of their list. I think Pearl as well. Um, you know, you, you deal with, you know, you deal with Bruce Pearl. Let's just leave that with what it is. But listen, they would own the ACC with Bruce Pearl. Oh, he can coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, Brad, what, are, what are your thoughts? Well, and I think there's going to be a lot of names bandied about. I mean, they've already talked about, you think, you've already got Mick Cronin. You know, he's got UCLA rolling, but he's mentioned at Louisville. That tells you where that program is. That You're thinking you might be able to pull a guy from UCLA. You know, we've heard Brad Underwood mentioned, and I don't think Underwood's interested in going there with the mess they have with their, you know, the issues they have. But then you've got, um, you know, you've got, uh, I think, uh, somebody mentioned Tom Crean, which shocked me. I, if they would hire Tom Crean, I would be totally shocked. But I, I don't see that happening. I think they'll go with a big name. I think they're going to end up with a guy who is a high major coach or has been a high major coach at least um, and, and and can come in and right away and recruit and, and coach them. Bruce Pearl would be the, the best hire. But Illinois fans would, I mean, they hate him, but as we know, but I think that that, that guy can win. Um, and if you aren't worried about, you know, the, the ramifications of hiring a guy who's had show costs, the other guy, how about Kelvin Sampson? How about Kelvin Sampson yeah. after what he's done at Houston? Um, getting him, he and Kelvin Sampson's wanted a high major too at Oklahoma and Indiana. So you got a guy who could probably you know win there. And and Brad, to your point, the stuff that got Kelvin Sampson in trouble for his show cause that stuff's not legal. The cell phone rules yes. changed, so he got in trouble for cell phones, and that's no longer a problem. So to your point, and and he's another guy who just wins. He just wins. Yes. Well, and if they want to win. I saw somebody had Rick Patino on the list and I thought, Holy cow, that would, I can't see that happening, but he's the best coach. He's one of the best coaches as well. I mean, there's a lot of things you could do with that Louisville. The, job. And what I hear is that the uh, prostitution industry in Louisville is fired <laughs> up. If Patino comes back, they feel like it's gonna be a huge boon to their business. Well, let's face it. Rick Patino knows all the <laughs> best restaurants to eat in. Yeah, in Louisville. Um, <laughs> fast food, though, Larry. Fast food. Very quick. But boom. We move on from that. Uh, let's talk a little Big Ten, guys. Um, this has been a. We're getting into again ha the halfway point of the season. Um, it's fun to see what's going on. I think Mike Woodson right now is doing a fantastic job in Indiana. Um, I was not a big fan of that hire. I didn't think he would do this well. They still have some issues over there. And how about Michigan right now? A couple of wins, a close call against Northwestern at home. But again, the Wildcats play everybody tough. Um, this is 
shaping up to be the fun league we thought it would be. Yeah, I, I really think that you, you've got some tiers of teams. I think you got the top tier, but this the, the good thing about the Big Ten is look at Maryland, how well they're playing. They've won a couple nice games, beat Illinois, and then they win at Rutgers. You know, you've got some teams there that can 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 play and pull upsets down to the probably the 13th team in the league. 13 teams can beat you on a given night. We've already seen Rutgers beat Purdue and then lose to Maryland at home. So, you know, and, and you know, so that's uh, it, I think that um, Brad Underwood, I think probably would be my coach of the year at the moment because he's in first place and all the things they've had to overcome. It. But guys like Ben Johnson at Minnesota has done a fantastic job with that team. Uh, Micah Shrewsbury has done great at Penn State, making them competitive. And then you mentioned Mike Woodson, who has done a really good job. And we know I think he's going to recruit well. So if he if he can coach him, they're going to be successful. Clearly, top to bottom, the best conference in the country. And it's amazing because literally, and this is what Illini fans have to understand, if you get a win out of a conference game, when 13 out of the 14 teams are legitimate threats to beat you on any given night, you have to really take your hat off to what Coach Underwood and this Illini basketball team has done this year, considering that Kofi and Curbelo have played together, what, maybe – one game in 10 minutes all yeah. season long. And yet Amazing. here they are. Yeah. Seven and two uh, going into the weekend. You know, another team that's been impressive. That's that's Illinois next opponent after the Wildcats, Wisconsin. That's a team yep. we thought would, would not do anything. They go down, they, they win it. They win Maui, they win the Maui Invitational um, and have been ranked ever since then. Um, you know, Greg Gard, we questioned what he had. He's done pretty well this year. Yeah. How about that? Remember last year, there was like a mutiny. The players went in mutiny after the season. You got <laughs> guys just talking about how he's not a player's coach and he's not and all this stuff. And then they go out and they're playing their butts off for him. And, and, and they and I, you know, Johnny Davis is fantastic. Brad Davison's had a great year, but it's really, they've done it a lot with mirrors. I mean, and I know they they're eking out wins and that's why the, all the efficiency numbers and all the, you know, the basically analytics, when they look at this, they don't see a top 10 team. But when you look at them on, on paper, their resume is a top 10 resume. So it'll be interesting to see how they hold together in the second half of the season. And, you know, because they're, they're due to lose some of these close games that they've been pulling out wins with. Yeah, and, and it's hard to hear a Wisconsin uh, fan complaining about the short attention spans of players today because they seem to have totally forgotten the whole rebellion that was happening last <laughs> spring. And for Wisconsin fans, that's a good thing. Yeah, no question about that. After the Wildcats this weekend, it is uh, the Illini and the Badgers. And again, uh, uh, right now, um, uh, these are two of the upper echelon teams. So yet another big test for Illinois as they began what's going to be a brutal uh, February with a lot of road contests as well. So there are a lot of uh, uh, just get your fingernail file ready, a lot of uh, finger biting to come <laughs> in the rest of this Big Ten schedule. Step aside here for a quick timeout. We'll preview the Illini and the Wildcats next on the Sports Spectacular. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices they can do it for you too what sets neon rain apart they actually deliver on their promises call today for a free consultation 303-957-3092 that's neon rain at 303-957-3092 or visit them at neonrain.com enjoying the game log on to illiniguys.com and join in the conversation our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience and illiniguys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships the seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, psh, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. 
Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. This is Jeff Alexander, assistant basketball coach for the Fighting Illini. You're listening to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Right back here, hard to believe that uh, this is uh, the last of January, heading into February. Illinois, 7-2 and two in conference play. Looking ahead to Saturday's date at Northwestern, 3.30 p.m. on BTN. And a lot I win, fellas, and they go to eight and two. Their conference record after 10 games last season, seven and three. And again, we've already discussed all the injury issues and the illness issues this team has had, and yet they have a chance to be a game better than what they were, what they were last year. It's kind of shocking because you remember last year, they were like one of the few teams that didn't have any pauses, and they were always playing. And it wasn't until Io got hurt they really had any injury injury issues um, other than maybe Austin Hutcherson. But I mean, this is a team that this year has battled through all kinds of injuries from Kofi Coburn, the suspensions, the concussions, Andre Curbelo has been out so much. Trent Frazier has been injured. Go down the line of guys that have missed time. And, and it's really astonishing. So it, it's, it, it's an impressive run uh, for Illinois up to this point. Yeah. Illinois almost, you know, looks like a mash unit at times with all of the injury illnesses, et cetera. And it's an amazing testament to the next man up philosophy that the coaches have. But the other part is, is the players really have to buy into it for that to work because that's nothing but a platitude unless the players elevate their game when their, when their turn comes up and boy, if they've found a way to do it and, and you can listen to it when you listen to our interviews with DeMonte Williams on the determination and the expectation that these players put on one another. It, it's been fantastic. Yeah, that's a great point. I was going to mention DeMonte as well, that, that he, Mikey, echoes uh, that thought you just mentioned. Let's talk about these Northwestern Wildcats, and they're an example what we talked about in the in the last block right before the break in terms of, of a Big Ten conference right now where there are literally no gimmies. I mean, we've seen Nebraska play very well and play to the hilt. We've already seen Northwestern win at Michigan State. They came with it a deuce a few nights ago at Michigan. Um, this is a team that that they're not great, but they're good enough that they can beat you if you don't take them seriously. Well, yeah, their team can beat you. You look at their record. Uh, I think they're nine and nine right now, and they have lost eight games by single digits among those nine losses. They got wow. blown out a little bit at Purdue um, by 20. But every other game they've been down the stretch, where, whether it was Wisconsin or Maryland or Ohio State or Penn State or Michigan State or, or Michigan, they've had chances to win those games and they just haven't been able to get it done. And, you know, the record looks much worse than, than the team actually is. I mean, they're two and seven in league play, but you look at this and literally they could easily be five and four um, very simply. I mean, they kind of kind of choked away a couple games and they lost in double overtime to Maryland. Um, that was a crazy game. So this is a team that can beat you. If you're not ready, Michigan state found that out. Illinois better come ready to play on Saturday. Yeah. And I, and I really enjoy watching Nance play. You know, here's a guy who's 16 and seven um, and, you know, a 6'10 player with a lot of tools. You know, if he was on a Michigan State or even on an Illinois team, you know, I think he would be a, a name that people across the country would know. And like, like you said, Brad, if you fall asleep on this team, a guy like that, he'll, he'll knock, he'll slap you silly and you'll wish you, you know, had taken it a little more seriously. Brad, behind the scenes in terms of um, getting ready, we, again, we've talked again throughout the show about Illinois and their injury and illness problems and all of that. Um, number one, what do you think Kofi and Corbello will be this weekend? And number two, how do you game plan when, when you, you don't know what, which of your top eight, nine, ten players you'll have at your disposal? You know, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, I think defensive game planning is easier because you say this is how we got to guard these guys and we have to do it this way. But offensive game planning, although I will say taking Kofi out, we've, Underwood's talked about this, and um, Andy Katz talked about this week. He has Kofi Coburn as his pre midseason Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year because of how much he changes what the other team has to do offensively. So I guess maybe a little bit. But but offensively, it's really hard. because. But Underwood finally got the idea, instead of changing everything, we're going to do what we do no matter who's in there. They actually ran some posts up post-up plays for Benjamin Bosman's Verdonk and Omar Payne, even when Kofi was out, because that's what they do. That's what you've been working on. So you got to keep playing it. And they were successful. The, those guys combined for 15 and six. So I expect Kofi to, um, as long as he can pass his baseline testing and get through his concussion protocol, he'll play. 
Um, Curbelo should be well enough to practice, you know, uh, and, and play in this game if, you know, as long as he doesn't get a setback from his illness. So I, I think you're going to get these guys back on Saturday. And, and that's really important because it really changes the depth and it changes what they can do offensively. And you know what made my head spin watching the game the other night was how Omar Payne, of all people, when he does the pick and roll and then goes to the basket, he was causing havoc for the Michigan State defense because they were trying to figure out how do we stop this guy from making those rim runs. And all of a sudden, they had to change up their defense for Omar Payne. I didn't think I would ever see that happen, but it was really fun to watch. And, you know, Underwood was, was playing some chess, and he was making Michigan State adjust even though Kofi Coburn wasn't in the game. I thought that was pretty ironic. Brad, is Payne starting to figure things out in terms of this system? He, he, he feels more comfortable, and, and he still makes those moments. You go, what was that? But, 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 <laughs> he, he still, but he has more of the moments when you go, wow, okay, boy, what a what great was that? It's a That was a foul, Larry. That's what that <laughs> was. <laughs> you know, if he, he had – Underwood mentioned the fouls. You know, he, he gets commits some of the strangest and dumbest fouls. Um, he makes some great plays, but he also makes some plays you just have head scratch. But yeah, Brad talked to me. I talked talked to him one on one a little bit about Omar, and he said he's really made strides. This is a guy who looks great in their pickup games and pickup basketball, where there's no nothing to think about. Just go out and play, and they don't call it as close, and you can just go kind of be free and easy. He's fantastic. He gets a lot of those dunks from Bello and all these things. You get him in the structured environment, it's much more difficult for him because he has to process things and he has to learn the system and stuff. And it's something where he's making strides and, you know, it may take till the, but right now, I mean, if he can give you what he gave you the other night of like 13 minutes and seven points and three rebounds and two blocks, Hey, I'm golden with that. You know, just keep that going. Cause Kofi's going to play, can play 28 to 30 minutes and you're going to be set. Yeah. You, you give him two blocks on the defensive end and then two lob dunks on the offensive end. And he becomes somebody that everybody on the opposing team is aware of on every possession. It's kind of ironic. Again, he, he, I'm not trying to say he's an All-American, but he's actually having an effect on the game. And as he gets his confidence and more repetitions in practice, um, you know, he, I think he, by the time we get to the NCAA uh, tournament, it might be kind of fun to see what he does out on the court and give him that little extra five or six really good minutes when Kofi goes out. We are the Illini guys. This is a sports spectacular coming up next more Illini hoops as we get ready and count things down to tip off uh, the Illini and the Northwestern Wildcats uh, coming to you from Evanston. And a bit later, Penny Hardaway, Penny Hardaway in Memphis. What were you thinking? We'll talk about that. That's coming up. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Another Big Ten road trip up next for the Illini. They visit Northwestern, but the road has really been kind to Illinois. Usually the formula is to win at home and try to split on the road. But the Illini already three and one on the road. They've won six of the last seven on the road, going back to last season. Uh, Illinois coming off that 56-55 upset over number 10 Michigan State Tuesday night. Let's listen in on a part of that uh, Brad Underwood presser, starting off with Brad Sturdy, our own Brad Sturdy, asking about that offense that went cold at the end of the game. Last, you don't score the last five minutes. You mentioned that. What happens to the offense during that stretch, what what caused that? And have you ever won a game where you didn't score in the last five minutes before? Probably. Um, I, you know, I mean, Jake got two or three really clean looks. Um, you know, I thought DeMonte had a layup that he tried to dump off to, to Ben. Um, he, I mean, it was a layup. There wasn't anybody in front of him. And he just he just passed it. Um, you know, they were, they were topping Plum, so we knew it was going to be hard to get him um, a look, uh, and then you know Trent was Trent was being being hard hedged, but uh, you know we got downhill a couple times. They made terrific defensive plays. You know they're an elite shot blocking team. You know I thought once Plummer got by on the layup, uh, he never misses that. They come out of nowhere to to block it. So I didn't feel like we got bad looks. I thought they made really good plays, and then we missed a few shots and. Um, you know, that, that puckers you up a little bit on the, on the other end, but uh, um, it just happened to be enough tonight. 
Brad, what do you have to do as a coach? I mean, you obviously challenged them a little bit after Maryland where you said they didn't have a lot of fight. So how do you as a coach get this kind of response out of them? You know, I didn't have to. I, I, I hope you guys understand that was an off day uh, after Maryland on Sunday. And is that right? When, when it was Saturday. That was an off day. Every single player was in the, in the office or was in getting shots. And they were ticked. And they had um, – they, they knew. They knew. And, and, and I've said it since the first, the first year I got here. If I have to lead all the time, then we're not going to be very good. Those guys knew. And we've been great. We were great in practice. We were focused. And, and they were embarrassed. And when they saw the film and we had a lengthy film session, they didn't like what they saw. And that wasn't us. And uh, – um, we didn't deserve to win, and we didn't. Coach, we've asked you this question before, but maybe it has a little more effect tonight with Trent getting in that new accolade. What does he mean to this program? Lifetime contract, if I can give him one. Um, man, yeah, he's I, – I, I don't have – I'm going to dread senior night. I'm going to dread that last one. Um, he, he's, every, he's absolutely everything that we're about. Uh, he's everything that I, I, I want our program to stand for. Um, he's a guy that has probably sacrificed for others so we could win. Uh, you talk about an elite scorer who's become a elite defender and still kept his scoring and, and now runs our team and, and has been uh, elite. And uh, so I, I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm an extremely happy coach that he's on our team. And uh, he means a great deal to us. You're the right. Coach, going into tonight, Luke had only made one shot since the St. Francis game. Uh, what does that say about him staying ready and his confidence? And what have you seen out of him to be able to, to do this tonight? Yeah, he's, well, he shoots it every day. And he, and he works. And you know, the hardest thing for freshmen is to understand that when you go to practice, most days you're helping your team. You're not helping your own game. And you have to do that. And uh, Luke's that guy that gets extra work every single day. He gets an extra lift every single day. Uh, he shoots a million balls. He's on the scout team. He doesn't run our plays a lot usually. He's running the, what, what the opponent does. And um, yet he's cerebral. He's tougher than heck. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I thought tonight early we had really good looks that didn't go in to open the game. And I said, okay, we're going to get some looks. And um, sure enough, you know, it ended up being the right move, and he jumps up and knocks him down. Yeah. Brad, when Tom was in here, the one guy he said he loves is DeMonte Williams. So on a culture night win, just what did he bring for, to you for 27 minutes? Well, he's, let's see, he guards guys 10 inches taller than him, 6 inches taller than him, stronger than him, the point guard. Um, and, and uh, you know, there's a reason Tom and I are really, really close and good friends, and, and we think alike, and, and when we have a lot. A lot of the same things are important in terms of grit and fight, and, and, and they, they may not show up on, the, on, the, on a stat sheet, but they, they do show up on the important one, and that's the, the left column. And, uh, again, you, you're talking about a guy that uh, nobody believes in DeMonte Williams more than Brad Underwood. And um, you know, I'm I'm I don't care what he does offensively. I don't care. He's going to usually make the right play, and he's always going to fight like heck. Yeah, it was it was interesting. He he said he probably has won a game after not scoring five and a half minutes, but I I kind of doubt that one uh, in my own because he couldn't remember one, and I, I think that's one of those things you'd remember. But what I thought was really telling was, you know, the the theory that coaches direct and players lead, and, and the next day after the game, they had a day off. They're all in there. He didn't have to go break a trash can. He didn't have to, you know, get on. The, they knew. They knew they were terrible at Maryland. They knew they didn't play well enough. And yet, you know, and, the, and they came out and did it on their own. And that's, you know, coaches directing, players leading is the key. That's the kind of culture you want. Yeah, and and neither Coach Underwood nor DeMonte were really that believable when they could have won without scoring in the last 532. So I, I, I'm not certain I believe either either one of them has actually done it. And, um, <laughs> but, you know, I do think that's, that's the ultimate thing. If you go back, think about, you know, 
in life, one of the worst things is having somebody that you really care about and you respect telling, telling uh, you that, you know, you let me down and I'm disappointed. And I think the, you know, when we see a coach like Underwood, we see the, the intensity, but the, the cameras don't always capture the subtle moments when he uses that ability to, to, you know, just say, Hey, I'm, I'm disappointed in what happened and then let the leaders take control from that point on. I, there's a lot more going on than just a coach who's yelling and, and screaming that maybe the, you know, that you might think is all it is. Well, and I think that to your point, we've talked a lot about culture. We did a lot of that in the first hour discussing culture. Another word comes to mind is maturity. You know, um, you know, we're all dads. We've all had to discipline our kids. And one of the coolest moments as a dad is my, my kids walk up and say, yeah, I get it. You know, I, I, you're right. I, I, I wasn't, wasn't where I was supposed to be. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And that's kind of them. And that's kind of what they have right here. Um, it's, it's cool to see that everyone come together and, and the mutual respect um, that, that the players have for the coach and vice versa. I really think it's uh, that's the, the winning culture though. I mean, that's what he's trying to instill. And you mentioned maturity. They're old. I mean, these dudes are old. I yeah. mean, Trent Frazier, fifth year, Alfonso Plummer, fifth year, James Grandison, fifth year, the list goes on and on. Devontae Williams, obviously fifth year, lots of old guys and they've got the maturity. They can understand what they need to do. Yeah. Coach Underwood says you got to get old and stay old. So let's appreciate the experience the team brings to the table this year. I feel like we're doing a good job of that, guys. Yeah, I, I know. I've been staying. I've been staying, staying old. old. <laughs> it's so, a gift. So we fit right in. That's right. It's the Illini guys' culture. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know what? Is it? This is us again, kind of determining the fate of Illinois. That's athletes. right. We're That's we're, what we we're, do. we're rubbing off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got, well, you know. Sale. I, I told you, yeah, I should have to tell Josh that next time I see him. Hey, look, you, you guys said you wanted to be old and stay old. Poof. There Illini guys appeared. We're, we're right here. That's right. Keep it here. <laughs> Former Illini star Myers Leonard is up next on the Sports Spectacular. <laughs> Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. Former Illini star and NBA veteran Myers Leonard was back on campus last week, donating $500,000 to the Oven Center renovation project. It's a big gift for a big guy who grew up with little and a rare public appearance for someone who has spent much of the past year atoning for uttering a racial slur during an online video game that halted his career. Myers talked about what he's learned. Let's listen in to part of that news conference that turned emotional for the Robinson native. You know, in terms of the, the donation, um, I'm a, you know, I didn't grow up with a whole lot, close to nothing. And I just remember thinking and knowing that Champaign, Illinois, the University of Illinois basketball team, uh, it was like the Mecca to me, like literally the Mecca. And it, the first time stepping on campus was, I mean, I was in awe. You know, I, I was telling my family earlier as we were driving in, I had to tell the media, some of my family hadn't seen all of the campus and certainly the new things around campus so last night I just took them on a little tour and it was like the, the most amazing feeling to be back, to be, you know, in such a special place to me and to share it with now my friends and family and people who have been with me along the way. So the donation, you know, financially speaking, it's going to help, of course, but it comes from the heart more than it does really from my pocket. I've been very, very blessed in that way. and I'm very thankful. And so, uh, yeah, I feel we feel very good about it. And we're very 
thankful to be back. We're very thankful for Illini Nation and all the support over the years. I mean, I'd go to games on the road and I'd see a, a wave of orange out of nowhere. And they'd be like, hey, where is it? And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. So, yeah. Paul M. Banks, the sportsbank.net. Um, I listened to the Fighting Illini podcast you did with Dion uh -huh. a couple times, actually, because um, it covered a lot of issues with mental health. And it was sure. interesting how you and Dion both opened up about how you got into seeking help. Yeah. So I have a two-part question. Number one, um, you guys discussed the stigma against seeking therapy that's starting to go away. So I would say, what would you say to somebody who wants to explore that, but maybe is still feels the stigma and a little hesitant? Sure. And then secondly, what was the first step like for you? What was that first session like? How did you knew you wanted to seek help? Oh, wow. Okay, uh, this is a very loaded couple of questions here, you know, as it pertains to mental health, because mental health, as I've learned over the years, is far more important than, you got to be in good physical shape and physical health, but, you know, for young athletes or for anybody, um, you know, there's this stigma that I'm okay, everything's fine, you know, I'm tough, I'm this, I'm that. No, we all go through tough parts of our lives. You know, it doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor, you're tall, you're short, you know, you play basketball, you work at the local bank, doesn't matter. We all go through really difficult times. And a lot of times we hide our pain, we hide our emotions. You know, we don't want to seem weak. Um, you know, and I've always been one to wear my emotion on my sleeve, but that was more seeking love and attention because that's what I needed to be fulfilled, I felt like. However, I was crumbling from the inside out. And it's a pretty scary feeling, but I'm thankful that now I finally sought out the help that I needed kind of holistically. I'd always dabbled, you know, I did some sports psych, which certainly, certainly helped my sports performance. But in the real life scenarios of, you know, how to get through tough times or, you know, how to deal with anxiety or depression and all these different things that I felt, you know, over my life, um, I had never fully kind of taking the leap, I guess you'd say. And quite frankly, I'm sure we'll get to this, you know, there's the, there's the elephant in the room, of course. Um, the unfortunate incident um, was most certainly the hardest time of my life here over the last, you know, however long it's been, eight, nine months, I'm not sure exactly how long it's been, but, um, you know, when my family were starting to be attacked, my wife, um, I don't want to get into the, quite frankly, gruesome, I guess, details of the messages and such that we were receiving, but um, it was a really dark time, to say the least. Um, it hurt me to know that I had, you know, made such a mistake as it pertained to my character. Um, you know, I can deal with over the years, oh, Myers learned stinks at basketball or this or that, but the one that hurt the most was an, an attack on my character. And I, and I certainly made a very, very big mistake. And I have over the last, however long since the incident, most certainly taken the steps to educate myself to um, be in the Jewish community, to learn from leaders, to sit with rabbis, to have Shabbat dinners, to, um, you know, deliver meals during Passover, et cetera, et cetera. Um, again, we can get into this after this question if, if you guys would like, but it, it hurt a lot to have my, to primarily for my family and my wife to be attacked. You know, did I deserve to be punished? Sure. Um, would I wish cancel culture on anybody? No, um, it hurt a lot, but we're through it now. And you know, when I, when I sat the next morning, uh, with Rabbi Penny down in South Florida, he said to me, Myers, I can see right away. I mean, we're talking a couple minutes and you're a good man, you made a mistake. I'm, I promise you, I will help you through this. I will help educate you. Um, I'll, I'll have members of the community surround you and show you the love and support that you deserve. Again, you made a mistake, but people who are remorseful deserve to be forgiven and move on and learn from their mistakes, right? And I feel pretty darn good about the life that I've lived and the people that I've helped and will continue to help until you know, my last breath, you know, listening to this and, and guys, I know we've talked a lot about Myers and the situation um, immediately when that first happened, the first thing I, I said to you guys, his friends and anyone else who would listen, 
Myers is not racist. Um, he, he got caught up in a game and, and uttered a word. And, and I, I think it's clear what he's doing now. I think that he's grown up from this. Um, he's a kid that Brad, I know, you know, very well, I got a chance to interview him, did a story on him for Turner sports during his, his, uh, sophomore and final year at Illinois. Um, I think he's a great young man and, uh, and I'm really proud of the way he's taken this and is, um, uh, is, is, uh, you know, uh, owning up to what he did and he's making amends. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, I've known Myers since he was 15 years old. Um, you know, like I've spent a lot of time with him on the AAU circuit, high school games. And then of course, when he's at Illinois, um, um, got to, you know, got, did some feature stories on him back in the day and, you know, just really watched him grow, um, as a, as an individual and he made a mistake and, and he's really atoned for it. He's done a fantastic job of atoning for it. We see a lot of people, celebrities who make mistakes and, and don't do anything close to what Myers Leonard has done to try and try and atone for what they've done. And so, I, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Myers. He's a really, you know, uh, he's a great guy. Um, I don't know. I mean, he made a mistake. He owned up to it. And I think it's, you know, we need to move on and allow him to move on because he's still got some basketball in him and he's still, uh, you know, he, he still looks like he's ready to go out there and play right now. I know he's got some, he needs to have a surgery or whatever, but yeah, I mean, I, I hope that, you know, people can realize that it's, he's got a great heart. He's really a good person um, and, and not taken by one, one moment. Yeah, and he's backed up his um, remorse with actions. I have an incredible amount of respect for him after listening to him and talking with him a little bit about it. Yeah, <clears throat> same here. And here's a, a stat I looked up when I was going through and putting the show together. Here's a guy who his uh, shining moment was all those three pointers in game seven of the Western Conference Finals, Blazers against Golden State, outscoring the great future Hall of Famer Steph Curry in that half. He's known as a seven footer, seven one guy hits threes. He hit only one three pointer in his Illinois career. One. And yet that's what he's known for. He's made $60 million in an NBA career. It looks like it's going to continue. Uh, up next, what Brad Underwood wanted to say to Ayo DeSumo the other night after the win over Michigan State. That's coming up. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Well, I, want, I wanted to see him after the game and tell him what a dumbass sixth foul he had, but, jeez, um, um, uh, you can't commit that one when you're playing as well as he's playing, but... Um, I, what a young man. And uh, he was texting me all day. Um, you know, just, you know, this was a game that, that meant a lot to him last year. Uh, he got knocked out and uh, uh, it impacted him. Uh, so, you know, he called this afternoon. He said, Coach, I need some tickets. Whatever you need, young man. And uh, he's having a phenomenal year. He deserves it. He's worked hard. And uh, I watch every game I can. And, uh, you know, he was. You know, he was just nothing short of spectacular last night. You know, that's it's interesting to hear Underwood say that. Last summer, when I was in the summer league, um, out in, Underwood went out and saw him play, and the first thing he said to him was, you, "How terrible your defense was! You were too easy to get screened, and all these things." So he's still coaching him, even if it's even if he's gone from Illinois, he's still coaching him, and he still wants him to be successful. And I, I think it's great to see the relationship that those guys have. Yeah, what a great coach. He's still coaching and helping Io get better. Hey, we talked earlier about some college basketball stuff. Uh, how about guys get your thoughts on Memphis and Penny Hardaway mad at the local media? <laughs> What's up with that? 
it's crazy. And I mean, here's Brad Under. Here's the two different sides of it. Brad Underwood, no Kofi, no Curbelo, no excuses. Get it done. Penny, I don't have my roster. You effing can't let me effing and and going off on local media. Those guys have those guys like worship Penny and want him to be successful, and he's ripping them. And because they're not winning and well, you know, at the end of the day, everybody in the country is dealing with, you know, issues of missed games, COVID, whatever it is. And so you, you just got to find a way to get through it. And that's the difference. You won Brad Underwood, Penny Hardaway. Which one do you want? Yeah, That's not even a choice. And of course, Penny played the, we'll just point the finger at the media card, which seems to work everywhere else. So let's blame the sports media this time. Yeah. And as I wrote on uh, Alanaguys.com, you know, the local media didn't become dumb as you began losing. Like when they were, when they were praising you for all the recruits and praising you for early season wins that made you a contender, you didn't complain then same guys, uh, man up a little bit. I totally agree. Hey guys, NFL playoffs uh, this weekend, who you got? I'm going chiefs and Rams chiefs and Rams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be chiefs and 49ers. And I'm also wanting to see an Eastern Illinois grad as the Cowboys coach. That's what I'd like to see. <laughs> well, if he sits out a year, that timing may work out for you. I'm going to go Chiefs Niners, EIU, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, my boy, the Panther. Let's get that done. Uh, Sean Payton, speaking of, again, he's out. Uh, does he wind up in Dallas? I know Mike hopes so, but Brad, what do you think? I think he, I think he takes a year off and sees what's open and finds the best situation. Unless, unless he maybe decides I want to follow Aaron Rodgers somewhere and have my have my Hall of Fame quarterback again and uh, and see what he can do. So no, I don't. I think he sits out a year and then sees what the best option is. And he could get it. And supposedly there's a lot of interest in him on the TV on the TV side. So um, that's why I'd rather have Jerry send some draft choices over to the Saints. Are, are the Saints hiring done. Kevin? Do you know if the Saints are going to hire Kevin James to just so that nobody will notice? <laughs> <laughs> that might be a better way to go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. Once again, two hours goes by way too fast. Thanks again to uh, Craig and Adam, the Illini Guardians. IlliniGuardians.com. It's the NIL deal. Help out Illinois student-athletes. Go check that out. Always good to have uh, DeMonte, the Illini guy, on here. Adelia McKenzie, out sick this week, the Illini gal, but she'll be back with us next week. And thanks again to you for listening as well. Always so much fun. We'll see you right back here next week at the same time on all of these different stations. Illini guys, sports spectacular. It's Northwestern this weekend uh, on BTN 3.30 star complete pre-game and post-game coverage and analysis on IlliniGuys.com. Go Illini. We'll see you next week. I-L-L. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.